Welcome everyone to Films with the Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Jess. What's up everyone? And Mama Kay. Hey everybody. And tonight we're reviewing the Netflix film Always Be My Maybe. This stars uh, comedian, actor, and actress uh, Randall Park and Ali Wong. Uh, Ali Wong I actually know as a stand-up comedian. She has two specials on Netflix, but she's done some acting as well. And uh, I think Randall Park's biggest role is uh, from the TV show uh, Fresh Off the Boat, which is actually written by uh, our director of this movie, uh, Nanshka Khan. That, does that sound right? <laughs> Nah, Nanshka. Uh, I feel like there's another. It's N A H, so Nah, and then N A T C H, yeah. Notch, and then K A Khan, so Nanshka Khan. Okay. That's All right. Fun. Well, you know, I, yeah, I do yeah, my best good. on. I do my best here, and she, yeah, she created Fresh <laughs> Off the Boat, uh, the show Randall Parks on. Also, uh, Don't Trust the the Bitch in Apartment Twenty Three, uh, show was on a couple years back, but uh, she's it's mostly don't touch, don't don't trust the bee in twenty. It's got a rhyme. Oh, is that what they're going bee for? I thought it was just twenty three. I thought it was just edited because it was on network TV. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe both. Okay, well, it works either way, I suppose. Uh, yeah. And Ali Wong and Randall Parker, two stars, also wrote this movie. Uh, so it's all basically the three of them making this thing here. And uh, who suggested this? I can't remember who who was looking. Me. Through. You. Yeah, it was yes. Me. It was Mama K. Yeah, because I I just saw that it was kind of blowing up all over the place, and I had a few people who asked me if we were people that I know personally that asked me if we were going to review it, and I said, sure, we're going to review it. So Aww, our now, fan base. Now we're doing it. Our fan. Oh, yeah. It's a listener, it's a oh, listener suggested movie. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> See, we do listen. Um, so, yeah, Jess, did you know anything about this going in? Other than, you know, Mama Kay suggested it? No, I didn't. The only thing I knew was that somewhere in the movie they were going to play that Mariah Carey song. That's all about... <laughs> I knew about it. Oh, the one that's always be my baby? Do-do-do-do. Uh, Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. You know that song. <laughs> I do not know that song. <laughs> you do not know that song? I don't either. I don't... Wait, where do they play it in the movie? At the very, very end. Yeah, they play it at the credits, be... ending credits. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it is Always Be My Baby. That's the, the okay. song title. I only know that the because song. I yeah. had the, the subtitles on and I saw... It was like little <laughs> oh, okay. little music notes. Mariah Carey starts and then um, and then uh, the, the song played. Um, <laughs> and that's... Wait, do you always watch with that on? Subtitles? Yeah. Typically. Really? I mean, not in theaters, obviously they don't have them, but like I can't hear very well like on the TV, and like sometimes people mumble, and sometimes the audio, like the music's <laughs> too loud or too quiet, and then I have to turn up one or the other. It just I don't know. When I'm watching at home, I like to have wow. the subtitles. I really I want to I don't want to miss any of the dialogue. That's what's I hate reading okay. so much. I don't want to read while I'm watching TV. <laughs> well, I also watch yeah, a lot. It of, totally like... takes me out. It takes me out of the movie. Oh no, but... it doesn't. It doesn't. Ever, it hardly ever affects my my viewing experience, I don't think. I mean, in general, I think it's better to see things in theaters if you can, just because it's, you know, it's the big presentation. But, you know, if I'm at home, I feel like right. I understand the movie better with subtitles. But I don't mind okay. reading during the movie. Um, I, nothing to do with this movie at all, though. Uh, so I'm going to read a brief synopsis. Uh, childhood friend Sasha, played by Alan, uh, Ali Wong, and Marcus, played by Randall Park, have a falling out and don't speak for 15 years. But when Sasha, now a celebrity chef in Los Angeles, returns to her hometown of San Francisco to open a new restaurant, she runs into her old pal, a happy, complacent musician, still living at home and working for his dad. So that's our jumping off point. Ali Wong is successful and Randall Park is not. Um, so <laughs> I, feel, 
I feel like he's working with his dad as opposed to for his. I mean, it is Harry and Son. Their business is yeah. It seems Harry and Son. Yeah, I don't think he does much of the legwork other than whatever Dad tells him to do. <laughs> That's probably true. He doesn't seem to be a super competent electrician or whatever the heck he's. No, it's, uh, air conditioning and heating. It's the it's yeah. the, the the local family son business. Like it's not a it's not a big chain. It's just it's just the two of them. That's what we right. get the feel of. Um, but if you haven't seen this, uh, it is on Netflix right now, so I don't think it'll be going anywhere. Um, and a lot of people are liking it. So uh, if you have any interest, check it out. And uh, we rate things here at Films with the Woman in My Life on four criteria. And those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. Uh, but before we get to Ali Wong and Randall Park in present day, we get them in, I think, 1996 is where they start. So they're younger. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I, I'd say preteens, like 11, something like yeah. that. I don't know. Um, and so it's Sasha and Marcus. Uh, Sasha, they both live in San Francisco, and her parents are rarely home. They're always working. Um, and tend to their, it sounds like they have some sort of store that they run. Um, so Marcus's yeah. parents always invite her over, and the two of them kind of grow up together under Marcus's Korean parents, uh, and she uh, teaches um, uh, Sasha how to cook. So that's like kind of our kicking off point. And then uh, as they become closer, uh, we get pretty early tragedy. Uh, the, the nice mother figure dies yeah. uh, in an accident. Judy. Judy, yes, Judy is the mother. Her name is Judy. Judy yeah. is the name of the of the mother, uh, and uh, they in like kind of a moment of grief between the two. They have awkward, weird sex in the back <laughs> of his just awful. What is it? It's like a really old Toyota Corolla. I, I was like, can this it's scene just Corolla. end? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally like an ancient, like even in, in what is it, 2003 at this point, they're like probably in like, they're probably like 17. It's just like an ancient Corolla. And um, <laughs> that comes back later, but uh, it's awkward. They go to. I don't think that's the awkward that Jess is talking about, though. Which awkward? I don't think it's the car that's awkward. Oh, the car is the awkward part? I'm talking. No, the car no, is I'm not. I'm talking the about what happened in the car. That's what I mean. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, I was describing the car too. Right. It's an awkward car. Awkward <laughs> sex. I knew the uh, scene was. Everyone... Not... All right. Fine. Not everyone is meant to feel happening inside the awkward car. Yeah, right. I was. I mean, I could. Say, I was thinking about the events, but I was also describing the car because it's whatever. All right. So after after <laughs> they have sex, uh, they go to Burger King and get in a fight, as uh, people do. Yeah, I don't know. Sure, um, they get in a fight because. <laughs> The, really just Never to break... have I ever. <laughs> <laughs> we'd be losing on we'd all lose a point on this one. Uh, <laughs> so uh they get in a fight here because really just to break this the awkward silent tension. And uh then that's kind of our last scene in the past, and we fast forward to present day, and uh Sasha is dating or not dating, engaged to Brandon Choi, who is played by Daniel Day Kim, a uh, big T V actor. I know him from Lost, but I know he's on Hawaii Five-0. Yeah, Hawaii Five-0. I know he's on a lot of different stuff. Um, and yeah. so they are, you know, big time restaurateurs and they're going to get married. But Brandon goes to, he goes, where does he go? He moves to, he moves India, like overseas somewhere. India. He, he goes to India. Yeah. Yeah. So he. With uh, Jose Andres, the the chef. Oh, is that a famous, I don't, I don't know famous chefs. So I don't Couple of fam- famous chefs, yeah. I mean, he's like that's what he does. He's like rep- he represents. Oh, that's a non-fictional famous, famous chef. 
It is, but he mentions two. I can't remember oh. the other. It's a woman, but I can't remember who. Nicole would know these who, things. Who I have was. no idea. <laughs> oh, I know but... Emerald. <laughs> Just in general, it, it that's the only one you Emerald. would know. <laughs> it, it also wasn't Bobby Flay. Oh, and Martha Stewart. So. And it wasn't her or Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg is not exactly. I, I know he has the show, but that's not. All right. Um, anyway, so that's what that's her part of the story. Marcus's part of the story is he is kind of like Arrested Development man child, um, living with his dad still, uh, who is pretty cool. I like the dad in this. Um, yeah, me too. The dad is very cool. He's likable uh, for sure. And um, I mean, the whole plot of this is really when she comes back to San Francisco to open a new restaurant. They meet again when he goes to the house to fix the ac or the venting whatever it's it, that's it's their repair business it's yeah ac and and heating stuff and they it's like an awkward little meeting except she hugs the dad because they're like oh nice to see you kind of thing um and uh, that's you know the plot is basically she is trying to open the restaurant they're kind of rekindling but the things get in the way other other boyfriends and girlfriends come into play um so that's you know, without giving too much away, that's the plot of this movie. And I'll start with you, Mama Kay. What did you think of the plot, um, if you had to rate it? You know, it's, a sta- it's kind of a standard operating procedure, rom-com plot. Um, there was a point, um, maybe like 15 minutes in after when they met again um, at her house when they were getting ready to put in the air conditioning heating system that... For a second, I had this like, am I watching the Hallmark Channel? Because um, it felt a little like that at that point. So I was like, oh. Uh, and there was something about the background music and everything. It just felt like it was being filmed in Canada. Um, so the plot, I mean, it's standard. I would give it a two and a half, maybe. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. The characters, on the other hand, totally different story. But yeah, the plot, the plot was just pretty perfunctory. With the exception of a really, really cool thing that happens in the middle, but yeah, I don't want to give that away until the second we get to it. No, because don't give it's it away. So yet, but good. Yeah. I mean, it really is, but, but um, that helps. It does. Uh, but Jess, what do you think of the plot of this movie? I think I'm probably a two five as well. I don't. I didn't like it that much, honestly. And I thought the <laughs> acting was so bad. I thought it was pretty corny. Yeah, I thought it was corny, and I expected a lot more of this coming from. Um, all the buzz going around and Netflix originals and the Netflix um, original series have been really good and I felt like this one was kind of low par to that Um, I don't understand all the hype because I feel like it's just your typical rom-com there wasn't anything super fantastic about it I can't it felt long to me um, especially the dinner scene that's when I was like all right I'm over this (laughs) this needs to end now and I want to finish this and watch something else the dinner scene the dinner scene where we have a a (laughs) a guest star show up uh, that's the only that's okay the only i didn't know I wanted... significance of the guest star at all do you, so you don't until... know who that we, we, i don't want to get there until we get <laughs> there i was really gonna ask yeah, i was like not... just do you even know do you know who that no. is or like no yeah idea. of course you don't of course you don't <laughs> <laughs> of course okay, I was, so that makes a total <laughs> that makes a total difference i mean it would be like um spongebob showing up oh my god that would make that so much better <laughs> On a fame level, I'm going to say, oh, it's so weird. Uh, yeah, our celebrity cameo later is on the fame level of Spongebob, I would say, is is a weird <laughs> comparison, but also... But I think it's true, right? Uh, probably. No. I, I don't know. I don't okay. know. That's a weird... I don't want to do that. Okay. That's a weird comparison. Um, but right. yeah. So what did you think of the plot, Brennan? I thought the, I thought as women, we were probably going to like buy into it more, but... I guess I buy the most. I'm at a three, um, but <laughs> oh, okay. but I do have I that's it's a it's it's a three, 
because we have 15 minutes in the middle. It's Otherwise, it's a two. That whole middle, okay. I think almost across the board, bumps up a one. A whole like a whole point. Um, <laughs> this is that bumps it to the two point five for me. So this is a not a great written movie, and uh, the plot is extremely conventional. Like the beats, like yeah. I could like with my like with my eyes and like if I was you know not listening at all to it, I could tell you the beats as they're going. Like it's just so. Like, you know, all right, three, two, one, and this yeah. is going to happen. And three, two, one, this is going to happen. And with I the exception of... I knew you were going to say um, the script is not written great. It's not. It's really not. There are... I mean, it's like a one in, one in eight jokes kind of land kind of thing. And, uh, I mean, oh, that especially that first, I don't know, half hour, I'm grasping. I'm, and this is like a 91% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. This is getting praise. Yeah, like, people I was thinking love the same this. thing, too. I feel like it's I'm having Rocket Man flashbacks. I'm like, why? What am I missing? Am I out of touch? <laughs> am, am I gone already? No, I'm I only 25. Exact same way. Um, but no, it's just it's written not well, and um, I, the acting is a little different. It's a little I'm gonna say better when we get to that. But as far as like a grade for me, but oh, and it's just really conventional and uh, nothing special with the writing. But um, you know, we get the introduction here, and. Uh, after like you know initial like friction between the two, um, the the f- we have like just a lot of little scenes of like the father talking to Margaret's like you still have feelings for her and the girl talking to her friends like don't date that guy he's a jerk and then the jerk is a jerk like of like all rom coms <laughs> surprise and then she you know they it looks like they're gonna you know get back together and then she hits a rebound. And the rebound is, like, the coolest rebound ever for two of our three reviewers right here. Because um, I don't feel like a lot happens to that. Let's just get into it. They, Sasha meets a new guy um, right before Marcus is about to confess his love for her. And so Marcus and his girlfriend, who we haven't really talked about, um, uh, what is her name? Is it Jen? Jenny? Jenny, yeah. Her name is Jenny. Jenny, yeah. who's like, um, <laughs> she's an Asian with dreads. Uh. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> but like, I, I do like her hair. Yeah. But, um, eye roll. You know. Big eye roll. <laughs> uh, I know. For you, eye roll. It's like, she seems like a character uh, from like Portlandia, is what, is what she reminds me of. She totally does. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's uh, Marcus's girlfriend. And so they go and meet... Allie at this really, or Allie, uh, uh, Sasha at this really fancy restaurant, like, but like hipster fancy where like all the foods, like you're eating like bubbles and like, you're like, yeah. this is the essence of a Caesar salad. It's just like a paste on a, on a white plate. <laughs> like, it's just a lot of weird, like a, a lot of weird little hipstery things here that I really like. Um, the dessert was cool though. I did like that. The dessert, the bubbles, the, the, like the sugar Yeah, bubble. the cloud, cloud bubble dessert. <laughs> I was like, what? I want that now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh the new love interest comes in set to uh the song sale by awol nation in slow-mo yeah. and um yeah. it's keanu reeves <laughs> Ke- it's keanu reeves out of nowhere I completely I out mean, of nowhere like I, I i hope if you saw this it wasn't spoiled for you because if it was that would just take all the wind out of this movie but because it totally was I'm just fading and we're about halfway through and then Keanu Reeves shows up and their mouths drop to the floor uh are is my mouth on the floor I I'm <laughs> like I'm stunned I don't it's just such it's so unexpected it's so it's really I love it it's such a good moment and the whole dinner the way I he behaves the the headphones it's my favorite <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite moment. Yeah, it's my favorite moment in the whole movie. And I'm sitting there watching it with your brother, Griffin, who's been a guest pod host on before. And I was literally like, what? And then he said, 
Keanu Reeves? <laughs> we were both dumbstruck. See, like, so I so see him what? walking in and I'm like, oh, your typical douchebag. That's my... <laughs> I'm that's sorry, just... Accurate. How do you not know who I Keanu mean, Reeves is? It's just, he's been around for like 30 years. He's... <laughs> Well, he's that's in, why I don't know who he is. He's still, he's in John, he is John Wick. You've never seen a trailer for yeah, John Wick? Right. He literally John Wick. looks like yeah. John Wick in this. He's in The Matrix. Have you ever heard of that yeah. small independent film? Um, I've heard of that small independent <laughs> series. <laughs> I mean, you know, people, a lot of people still think of him in Bill and Ted, like the stoner comedy from, you know, yeah. late 80s, early 90s. But he's, I mean, he's been around and prevalent for a long time, I feel like. Yeah, I glossed over yes. that one. <laughs> so I can so understand just think, yeah. Jess's disdain for this movie even more now because this, <laughs> right, the best because moment this was did the nothing best part for her. of the whole movie. <laughs> right, this is supposed yeah, to be like the big saving moment. I feel like where they're having this moment, and he is a total douchebag. I mean, he's exactly not what you would think of Keanu Reeves because he comes off pretty good in you know public opinion. But I hear he's a nice guy. What you think of a character like Keanu Reeves would be just like super douchebag he's wearing glasses that have no lenses um i do like his, when, he eats, when they're at dinner he's like oh i, I need a store i need a meal that spans time and then uh, the guy's like <laughs> yeah oh we have uh, a veal cutlet and then we have a uh, while you eat it you we play the sounds of it being born symbolizing the transformation from life to death and he's like crying <laughs> right. while he's cutting it he's just i'm so sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, that part i'm like but- i'm so on board i'm like crying laughing at that <laughs> Yeah, me too. And everyone else in the restaurant, they all have the headphones on too. They're listening to this venison, you know. Yeah, yeah it's a really good it. moment it's, for it's... for those who know who Keanu Reeves is. Um, and yeah. you know, I, then we get to um, you know they have an evening together. Uh, the four of them playing. Um, it's 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 an icebreaker game where they they all pick a. He, didn't he call it Vice Breaker? Yeah, like, I think is you're that right. what he called it. Oh, okay, that makes it even yeah. that makes it a little better. I thought it was just I called it Icebreaker. Uh, I didn't. No, also why? I mean, musical choices here are interesting, and I think they're deliberate. But they started playing Man in the Box. Yeah, that was a weird pick. Everything Chains. else made sense in this movie, but I don't know why they're playing Man in the Box by House and Chains. Man, as they're going <laughs> to the Fairmont Hotel in San Francisco, which is like the, you know, the quintessential best hotel in San Francisco, and he's got, clearly has the, the penthouse suite, and it's like, what is happening in this part? All I can think of is maybe Keanu loves that song, and he was like, if I'm going to be in this scene, I want a man in the box to play. I don't know. Like, it's, it, it does, it, it, I mean, the rest of the movie feels like pretty contemporary music. And then, yeah, man in the right. box. I don't really know. I don't know the significance of that. But, um, the, the bottom line is Keanu keeps being a douche and egging on, um, and egging on Marcus. Uh, Shasha reveals that she had a crush on Marcus their whole childhood. Um, and then the girl, Jenny, decides to stay behind with Keanu uh, when everything falls to shit and he calls them an Uber pool. Uh, not an I Uber, definitely an Uber call pool. that happening, that Jenny falls in love with him like the second he walks in. Oh yeah, it goes yeah. it goes back to the tropiness is that everything in this is completely predictable. Like a second a second he walks in and she's looking at him, you're like, oh, okay, like you can see like things yeah. are gonna fall apart tonight and then the two of them are gonna go back and then that this will be like their their makeup time and then one more bad thing will happen later on in the movie and then they'll get back together at the end. Like it's the beats you yeah. know that they're coming, but um I don't yeah, but the, there are little things in this movie that I love, 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 and part of it is 
Keanu calls them an Uber pool. He doesn't even give them an Uber. <laughs> I know, yeah, that I did was love pretty that. funny. And, well, they're making out. You- and they're making out in the back seat, and you don't know it's an Uber pool. And then all of a sudden, you see the Uber driver, and he looks nonplussed. And then all of a sudden, there's a guy next to him. He's like, "I get off at the next block." <laughs> that was that, that was, was a funny. clever like like like. Um romantic comedy plus moment where it's like this is the thing you would expect yeah. and then like the the driver's like looking back like awkward like ha ha like every a million times and then yeah you zoom out a little bit and there's another person there and it's an uber pool like just that little bit is um yeah that, that was there are a lot of little things like that in the movie though that i like there and most of them come with other characters they don't come with the main like some of the main character lines are good but Let's talk about the characters, though. Uh, Mama K, you can continue with like your rating here. Like, What do you think of our characters? Cause we, we pretty much know them all at this point. Well, I think the main characters are back at the two category because they're, they are, they're the Hallmark characters and especially Randall Park's portrayal of uh, the character, what's his name? Marcus. Um, Marcus. Marcus, yeah. I thought that was not good at all. Um Whereas I, I enjoyed Ali Wong more um, as Sasha, but it was just, it was all so cookie cutter, exactly what you would expect kind of thing. There was, there was a little bit of smart writing in it, I thought, because I grew up in the era of really bad rom, really, really bad rom-coms, so, <laughs> where all rom-coms were basically Hallmark Channel movies, so... I thought some of the writing was smart. The The smaller characters for me is, is are the things that kind of held me in place. Her friend Veronica, um, who just was dumb as a doornail. The, the, the pregnant one. But, yeah, like the yeah, typical best perfect friend. Who's as, just supportive and wants what's yeah. best with her. I, the line I think of her is, I can never remember if fiction's the real one or the fake one. That's the one line I can yeah, remember exactly. from her. <laughs> Yeah, and she would just have really weird things, like she was pregnant during the movie, and then all of a sudden she's like, postpartum, it's real, you know, and then, like, nobody cares about that, you just want to go on with this really bad plot of the movie, whereas I'd kind of rather just talk to you for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, the part about the chairs, when they were, they're, they're furnishing a restaurant, and they just, one character just keeps mentioning this gooby chair over and over and over again, and I was like... I have, now I have to know what a gooby chair oh, yeah, is. yeah, Casey so. Wilson's character. I think she was on SNL for a bit. She's she's on TV. Yeah, but I just well, then I had to text you guys the picture of the gooby chair. <laughs> it was really important. Those look comfortable. I'm not gonna lie. It doesn't look like your standard. You know. I would say the main characters are a two, but like with everyone else factored in, is it you know a little stronger or nah, not really? Yeah, I think it pushes it up to to a two and a half, maybe close to a three, because I really did like like his bandmates. I really liked them the, the guy uh the indian guy was dopinder in um deadpool yeah he's really good and i love I like him, him in that yeah um and then the the uh the girl that was playing the drums oh, i don't remember her name because she was in it for about half a yeah, second yeah you know, a big part but no but she was in um uh, house the tv tv series house oh, really? and she was actually really strangely the same character like Literally, she looks like Velma, like an Asian Velma from Scooby Doo. <laughs> kind of, I can see that. But yeah. yeah, and she was the exact. When I saw her, I was like, I know this girl. She's the Asian Velma from that show. And then she was exactly the Asian Velma in this movie as well <laughs> for the twelve seconds that she was in it. So, so I, I did like, and I liked the dad. I liked um, Marcus's dad. Um, Sasha's parents were heinous and <laughs> I kinda, you know, I, awful, I, I but. <laughs> <laughs> the little jokes about being so frugal was funny. Yeah, their frugal jokes are getting to me. Yeah, 
That was like, did you have to tip? I mean, that was a big thing, you know. When did you when you went? Did you have to? And when they were trying to prove to her that they really loved the big her, emotional moment with went. them is so good. I yeah, love it. <laughs> yeah. They went to her restaurant and paid full price and didn't even tell anybody that they knew her. And that was like in the world of Asian, you know, stuff. That's like laugh. a big deal when you're not going to ask for a discount of some sort. So, um, I mean, it sounds kind of you wouldn't want that, but but that but yeah, the other characters are keep me watching i guess and keanu reeves of course if you know who he is (laughs) yeah what do you think jess not knowing keanu reeves (laughs) um probably (laughs) a two just because i feel like the acting was so bad i feel like it wasn't like a high quality production with a bunch of good actors it was just kind of i don't know just a bad movie (laughs) with bad people in it (laughs) did you like anybody in it at all i liked um marcus's dad he was probably my favorite one but no one else in particularly stood out. I didn't hate anyone, which is, I feel like the past few movies I've not liked anyone. Probably Jenny would be my least favorite. <laughs> but there hasn't been anyone where I'm just yeah. like, oh, I hate when the character shows on screen. They were all just so typical and non-dynamic. Um, and I felt like Marcus was like too chill. Like his character almost was like so unmotivated. It like I wanted to strangle him a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I agree with that. I'm uh, well, yeah, yeah. I'm on board with you guys here. I'm at like a, mm, I don't know, probably like a two point five. Um, I agree with Mama K. Reeves pushed that only for you. Yeah, once again, Keanu Reeves puts the whole thing out. But, you know, he's only in 15 minutes of it. it. Really, For me, it really helps the plot more because it kickstarts it. It gets it back going. Honestly, the second half of this movie, like the post-Keanu Reeves part, is better for me just because the energy is a little higher. I don't know. Maybe a few more things are landing. It kind of beats me down with its mediocrity to the point where I'm kind of like, oh, just kiss already. Like, I'm kind of, by the end, I'm a little more on board. Uh, that first half is really tough to get through. But for the characters, I agree with Mama K that... Uh, Ali Wong, Sasha is okay, and and Randall Parks, Marcus is not very good. I don't think he's very good at this. Yeah. Um, just no real charisma. The delivery is kind of stiff. Um, Ali Wong's better. Some of her stand up um, like rage moments are kind of seeping into her character, which is that's why I like her stand up. Her her her. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. I like her as a stand up pretty well she's it. aggressively pregnant in both and both her stands up with different children like i'm like oh, she's really? very aggressively pregnant i don't know how else to call it because she's like very petite but she's like eight months pregnant in these stand-up specials like like it's crazy yeah. looking but she's i think she's really funny in those stand-ups um but yeah here she's kind of muted in comparison to what i usually know her as the side characters there's some fun ones like we've already said the dad's pretty good um, I don't know. I don't like the f- the best friend that much. Um, other than her, other than her fiction line. Um, yeah, Jenny doesn't <laughs> do anything for me. The bandmates, I like the one Indian guy, but again, you know, it's just kind of, you know, I'm not gonna remember a lot of these jokes later. That's the that's a tough part. As other than the Keanu Reeves showing up, I'm not gonna like be like, oh, remember that? It's never gonna. I'm never gonna think of this again, which is a a big problem. Um, and yeah, the characters for the most part are are flat. Um, so yeah. we get, so after the fir- after they, uh, start getting back together, the big final obstacle is, uh, Sasha needs to go open a restaurant in New York and Marcus doesn't want to go and he just wants to hang out and play in his band, which I don't know if you guys, t- we haven't talked about the band and well, I guess we'll get to that in a second in visual and sound a little bit, but, um, he plays this like like gross little club all the time that where they, they everyone likes him there but he's afraid to branch out and the band members want him to branch out but he doesn't want to and that's like their contention is is that he doesn't want to change or do anything different and she's 
always on the go and and you know can't can't stop and like just you know take a moment in kind of thing so that's their push pull because he's scared and she's running from life right and um you know his band How i want romantic so <laughs> conventionally 30 years of the same movies romantic um visual and sound though we i, I talked about his band briefly just what do you think of the visual and sound and and the band as well so i actually really really like the band oh. if they actually come what? up with like the soundtrack what? I do you like this song. band i like the band i listen to the song Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna get just a whole sleeve of tennis balls. <laughs> what was the yeah, band name again? Um, I don't remember, but I like the music, so I'm gonna probably get this soundtrack. It's <laughs> <laughs> the highest grade so far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the band brings the it up. Um, the band. Let me think. The visuals don't do anything for me. I'm trying to th- even think of like what stands out, and um, maybe the restaurant. I mean, it was your typical restaurant. I can't think of. Any one scene that I'm like, oh, that was really nice. So I'm going to give it a 3-5 for the band. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's so generous. I like it. Um, visual, I mean, those are, t- they're kind of unrelated. I mean, I do, I do like when Keanu walks into sale. I don't think it could have been better. <laughs> I think that was It was kind of conventional, but because it's Keanu, it just, it just really does. It really just makes everything better. It just... <laughs> You just have to know that Keanu is like a, he ha- he has like, I don't think there's a person that doesn't, that knows, well, no, I mean, not knows him, but knows of Keanu that doesn't have the same reaction to him. Like, man, yeah. And that dude could like hang out at my barbecue, you know? I think he has that total, you know, kind of dude about him. And then to have him come into that, if if that's what I'm, you know, basing sound and, and, um, and visual on otherwise visually yeah there's not a whole lot there were some quirky things that i really like i mean because you know i know something about asian culture i'm married to a man who's part asian um mm-hmm. the fact that she had a roomba like running in her house i was <laughs> laughing hysterically at that because that happens in my house every day and it's I don't want to say it's such an Asian thing to do, but you better have a thing before. So no, it's a thing. I think and it's you know, a taking thing your shoes off at the entrance. Asian yeah. So I mean, little things like that that kind of I recognize, and also when they went to the little um, Chinese restaurant, and she was like, "I remember this as being so bad," and he's like, "No, it's really good," and she's like, "They hate me because I don't speak Cantonese," and he's like, "No," and then he starts speaking Cantonese, and the, they bring him things, and she can't have them, and it's you know there there are things like that 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 I like um, sound wise. Uh, the band is okay. I do like the beginning of the one song where he says, I started at the bottom and here I am at the bottom. Um, that wasn't bad. I'll give you that. And the tennis ball song. I like the tennis ball song too. Um, yeah, I think I could listen to that. I think I would probably put that, you know, I, I would listen to that on my way to work. Um, yeah, but numbers wise, it's, it's, I don't know. Any it's visuals? A two and a half. Any visual? Just the Roomba, actually. Those are the only <laughs> that's the only visual I can I can think of. San Francisco always looks really nice, you know. They rode in a cable car. I mean, I like yeah, that. San Francisco is a, a nice place, but no, I'm oh, I'm at like a two. I, I mean, I like the music fine, except for the band. I don't like the band. I don't think they're good. I don't, it doesn't it doesn't Aww. sound good. And sometimes in movies they can make a fake band. I just watched a uh, the the t- uh, 
on Netflix documentary now, and they have a fake documentary about a, a fake band, and they have fake songs in it that's supposed <laughs> to sound kind of like the Eagles, and that stuff is really good, and I actually listened to that later. So, like, it's not like I'm opposed to fake music that's supposed to sound like real music, but I, just, I don't like his hip-hopping around with the, his lyrics are horrible. They're horrible. I cringe <laughs> every time he's up there. I do not like. Um, so, nothing that, and a visual, yeah, pretty pretty conventional for the most part even the stuff that's good is you know just kind of conventional good um yeah did you just say though i do not like i do not like anything else i don't like it i know like i do not like that (laughs) no make it's music no make no it's it's a it is not a cinco it's not solid cinco it is yeah not a cinco (laughs) so um yeah, the, the, so yeah, they they get in a fight because they're push pulling each other away, um, and then she goes finally like caves in because her dad his dad's like I don't need you you can move on yourself because he's dating a Diana Ross impersonator is that right? Oh or- my gosh, <laughs> I love that though. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> See little things like that. You know, they go and there's like a petting goat. I mean, there's weird little things in it that I really like. It's too bad it's a trash movie. The back yeah. half is more of those little moments that kind of. Like I said, it wears me down into being like, oh, okay, like, uh, I kind of like that. Like it, like because yeah. yeah, I think the yeah, the moments like that later on, and then you know she he finally like caves and goes to New York. She's going to the big event for an award for her restaurants. Uh, she takes her parents, so she's packed things up with them because remember they. They bought, they paid full price for a meal, like we said earlier. (laughs) Another little moment like that, that is. Yeah, and they do vocalize how um, they're sorry they were never there for her before, and they're trying to make amends now that they can. Yeah, it's a good little, like. You know, I don't know if it's fully earned, but because it's it's done comedically, and this is supposed to be a comedy, that that works. Um, He gives his little speech. Um, about like wanting to, you know, break out of a shell so he could be with her, and she and she takes him back, and they go to the thing, and then her her like gesture to him is the new restaurant she's opening is kind of like a homey divey kind of bar, and it's and it and it serves all of the food that she originally originally cooked with his mom, uh, and names it oh, I after her. That was so sweet. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I was finally like, oh. You won me. You you, you kind of won me over a little bit at the end here. You you were pretty bad most of this movie, but I kind of like these little last couple of scenes here. You're, you're so I don't out. really understand why when uh, Marcus realizes what he's done wrong that as he didn't follow um, Sasha to New York, why Sasha just blew him off the entire time. Oh, I don't know. She's busy. <laughs> I don't know. She like most of the time when she was in San Francisco, she wasn't really doing work anyway. I guess she had. To I don't get know. Some he kept calling sometime. her and calling her and trying to apologize, and she like went out have the time of day. And I'm just like. But we do find yeah. out. We do find out she still cares because she's ordering all of the yeah. merch off the site. Yeah. So she cares, but you know she's she's too. He- I mean, I think we're supposed yeah, to know she, this whole time. She cares from afar. You know. I mean. She- she, she's kind of prickly though that's kind of part of her character like she's right, he's the he only totally one who could ever ca- get in cave, with her he caves in he you know he's he he's the one who leaves home and and not just leaves home like his parents house which he does that too but you know he leaves home to go and follow her and live her life and that's so she kind of wins in this situation 
Yeah. Yeah, and then she he gives her and then he gives her a little something for for making that choice and gives her you know the restaurant, which I guess she must have had faith it was gonna maybe that's I don't know maybe she had faith that he was gonna do it the whole time because she is naming this whole restaurant after the mom. I, I know I know she had a relationship with his mom too, but right. uh, it seems like a big gesture. Um, I knew that soup was gonna come up again because they like really emphasized yeah. it in the very beginning when she was teaching her how to make it. So I'm like, I know the soup is gonna come up sometime in yeah. this movie again. Check off soup. Yeah. <laughs> And there it was again, just like you predicted, just like everybody predicted everything. Just like everyone predicted. Because <laughs> if, you know, if, if it weren't for Keanu Reeves, everything you would predict happens, happens in some degree. So, yeah, but All right, well. can we talk about the, the title of this movie, though, for a second? Always Be My Maybe? Like, that wasn't really a thing. When I when I saw the title and I was thinking, okay, so this is going to be one of those movie, movies where it's like, um, you know, if we're not married in 20 years, we'll get married kind of thing. That's you know, exactly that what I thought trope. this was going to be. Yeah, 100%. that's what I thought, yeah. too. I think it's probably what everyone thought. Yeah, but it totally lied. Because <laughs> that's not what it was at yeah. all. No, it wasn't. It was I mean... like, possibly be my maybe. <laughs> I don't know if you'll ever be my ever, ever. Kind maybe of. Maybe my last resort, maybe. <laughs> but my first last resort. <laughs> okay, I think we all agree there could have been better titles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't. I, I just feel I, tricked. I, can, I feel lied to. I can grasp and find a reason for it, like, and be like, oh, like, because they were always wanted to be together, but like at different times, and it was awkward at different times, but eventually, like, they, and like maybe they'll be together, but like they always want to be, like, you have to grasp. I, I agree. It's not what I, based on that title, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, that's not what the plot is, but, um, you know, I've heard I've heard worse titles too. Um, we're we're at the end. The the yeah. they, everyone reunites. The the uh, Marcus's dad comes to the to the restaurant. Um, we see the With last Diana picture Ross. of Marcus and his parents in that one picture we saw earlier. That's a nice little little ending there. And uh, so the overall resonance and feel. Then I'll start with you, Jess. What do you think for that? I didn't feel too much. <laughs> and I had very little residence. So, I mean, maybe even a 1-5, just because I wasn't extremely happy for them. I wasn't extremely sad when they weren't together. Um, when they came together, it wasn't like this, finally, it's happening kind of feeling. It was very blah and nothing that, um, no feel. <laughs> All right, Mama K. <laughs> you know, I agree with that in that I didn't, I didn't care at most of the time what was happening. Um, but Keanu just fucking saved it, man. I mean, if you, <laughs> just, if you it's a real shame you don't know who Keanu is because it really, yeah, is. I know I it I'm, totally I'm is. missing out on so much of this movie without knowing. I feel without so that, bad for Jess. I would just destroy this movie without that. Yeah, because, exactly. Because nothing would have exactly saved it. it. That, that brought the energy back up and made the second half have some, some bounce to it. But yeah, otherwise, I, it would have, you know, yeah. <laughs> I wanted him back, though. I mean, I really did. I mean, that would have done it for me, too. Is like, I didn't want him back with her. He should have actually came in the restaurant singing the Mariah he Carey song. Something <laughs> like that. Oh, it's so stupid, but I would have really liked it. I don't even care. It's so stupid, but I would have liked or it. Or maybe, maybe if there was another cameo at the very end by somebody else who's Keanu-like, like, I don't know... You know, uh, Jeff Bridges as the Big Lebowski or something, you know, like something else where I could go, oh, these are the best parts of this whole terrible movie. This is awesome. Um, yeah. So I'm going to have to, you know, Keanu's in it. I'm not going to give it anything less than a three because of that. 
Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, I know, right? Because I honestly have not seen any of the John Wick movies. I, I saw the first one, then they killed the dog in the first few minutes, and I was like, I'm out. I can't do this. I don't think so, those movies are for you. So They're not for me, but you know I've probably had to sit through them at some point, you know, sleep or whatever. So I've seen them um, all. They're pretty good. I like them. <laughs> you sounded just like your dad there. Um, <laughs> Come on. So. It's not that. I have, I have thoughts on them, though. I have uh, I have pros and cons. I, think, I have whatever. thoughts on We just don't have time for that right now. So <laughs> We don't. Well, you know, this movie was no Godzilla. Let's put it that way. So um, <laughs> I, I could watch this again. I actually watched it a second time today just to make sure that it wasn't, that I was on board with my own opinion. Oh, you watched wow. it two times? That's dedication, I, watched I must say. once and a half because I got to the Keanu scene. I had to watch that over again. And then, yeah, then I was and done. And stopped. <laughs> yeah. So I'm giving Keanu a three. Okay. <laughs> the overall Keanu and residents of the film. Um, right. So exactly. Yeah, I'm, just rephrase the question. How do you feel about Keanu Reeves, basically? <laughs> In this movie, he's a five. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to land on a 2.5. Um Cause, because uh, uh, we don't need to talk about Keanu anymore. It's obvious that everything <laughs> got bumped for for Mama K and I because of that. But um, I I kind of do a little bit like the end of the whole thing. I don't know if I if I mean it's maybe a little generous to call it resonance and feel. But you know when the parents say they paid full price, I know it's like a a, a joke and like it's funny and it is. But like I know it's for me that's really you felt sweet. That. I did. I really did. I felt, it actually felt genuine to me. Did you and cry? The, no, I, no, there were no tears. But did you one. cry? Yeah, that's the, yeah. <laughs> no, no, there were no. I can't give, okay. you know, if, once I hit the tier level, it's usually a four or higher, usually. Okay. Um, but know. no, I mean, this, yeah, two, five, because like, yeah, that or first, so much of it's just, especially in the beginning, it's just so rough. And I just, yeah. I'm just like, something happened. Something needs to happen. And then something happens. And then it's kind of okay till the end. Um, and I do like the the key, the restaurant at the end, the the one named after the mom. That's sweet. Um, so yeah, two five I think is where where I'm kind of settling in here. And uh, I will start. Oh, it's tough. Who am I start with? I think we're all kind of around the same place. But I'm gonna start with Mama K. Would you recommend Always Be My Maybe? I think yeah. I think if you're sitting in a room with your girlfriends and you're probably having some wine and maybe some really nice cheese and raspberries and things like that. You guys could sit there and probably keep conversations going while it's happening, and it would be fine. So if you're that person, yes, absolutely. Or if you're a Keanu fan. I'm not going to say his name one more time. I'm done saying his name. I'm all done. <laughs> so Jess, what do you think? Um, Probably not. I think there are other rom-coms more noteworthy and had more resonance and feel and more funny and just easier to watch than this one. Um, I'm right. still struggling to understand why this is so popular. So if you want to tweet us or write on Instagram why you like this movie, the 91% of you, please let me know because yes. I, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to agree with Jess and say that I don't understand why this is so popular. Uh, but maybe it's because it's people like Mama Kay and, and me because I'm actually going to recommend this. Um <laughs> It's barely. Wait, I think you just said I'm with Jess, but I'm going to recommend it. <laughs> I'm with Jess in that I don't understand why this is getting so much buzz. Yeah, but, I agree. And now I'm thinking, like, maybe it's people like me who are like, eh, it's not very good, but I don't know. I still kind of like, you know, it's a waste of, part of it's a waste of time, but the good parts for me um, are enough to outweigh the mostly boring conventionality of it all. Um it's enough. It's enough. Where I would never go back. I would watch that middle fifteen minutes again, but I would never go back and watch this movie again. <laughs> but um, 
you know, I didn't feel cheated by the end. I felt like it was an okay movie. And and I think the surprise in the middle, if you don't know the surprise going in, I think for me was worth it. That was really what I was struggling with this. Was that middle 15 minutes worth my hour and 40 minute investment? And just barely for me it was. So I'm going to give this thing <laughs> a, a really, really weak recommend. But a recommend. Um, so there you go. Like two two lower recommends, a, a, a slight not recommend. So, you know, kind of in the middle on this one. It's a, it's a if you... If you think it's that's going to be worth it for you, <laughs> then go for it. Um, so this is, uh, you know, one of our couple streaming reviews coming up. Uh, we're going to get back in the theaters toward the end of the month, beginning of August or beginning of July. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, if you want any of us to watch something in the meantime, review something in the meantime, uh, as you know, we do take suggestions. Films with the Women of My Life on Facebook, Films Women Pod on Twitter, and I am Brennan underscore pod host on instagram and i think i said this last episode i have a little bracket thing going on where you can vote on uh the best female director of all time uh when this comes out it should be around the second round so if you want to vote on that every day there's a new matchup just find me on instagram click on my story and you can cast your vote one every 24 hours and again that's brennan underscore pod host is there a way that we can end this podcast with the song like Mariah Carey song, can you add that in here? I could, but I don't want uh, um, uh, rights. Um, you know, I, I know that there's Mariah Carey's people are probably not listening to this show, but uh, right. But there's some copyright issues there. Right. All right, well, I'm, that's I'm, all I really I'm, wanted I'm, to th- say. That's out of our budget to get to get that. Um, <laughs> I think you sang it a little bit earlier, so I think we're already like into. I it for, think that's you know, probably at least not going to count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it for me. All right, well. Thank you guys for being on. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Mama Kay. Yeah, thanks. It was fun. (laughs) You're welcome. And until (laughs) next time, everyone. Yeah, for a bad movie, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what Mama Kay said after Godzilla. Um, And until next time, everyone, uh, this is Brennan signing off saying enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, subscribe to us on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.